1: only redeemable via pampers club pampers cash has no cash value
0: i don't really want to get to know a new person and find out what's annoying about them
1: what fresh hell laughing in the face of motherhood they say hi to me then i'll say hi but i'm like... with margaret Apples and amy wilson hey guys can i get in here what's up with you guys you seem cool a podcast that solves today's parenting dilemmas so you don't have to. Be friends with me, guys. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood podcast. This is Amy. And this is Margaret. And today we are talking about mom tribes. More specifically, finding your finding mom Finding your mom tribe. What is a mom tribe? Finding those mom people. We need them. I'm going to give a shout out right off the bat to David, who is part of our mom tribe, even though he's a dad. He's he's very active in our Facebook group. He stays at home with twins. Hi, David. God bless you, David. He says, I don't have a mom tribe. It's another thing for me to feel bad about. But then he says, mom tribes aren't a thing. They're a myth of the internet era. Hmm. So he throws down and says, not a thing.
0: I love you, David, but hashtag disagree. <laughs> I mean, you could say people tribes because they don't have to right, be, don't moms. be moms. Right. I mean, they don't have to be moms, but- We're coming from a mom orientation, so we're saying mom tribes. But, like, we could just expand it to finding your tribe. I mean, I think as a parent, being connected to other people is important yet complicated.
1: Yeah. Harder than it used to be, I'm going to say. I think this was something that was
0: challenging for my own mom. Like, my mom had a very kind of high-powered Washington, D.C. government job. She was like Peggy Olson from Mad Men. She was like a mover and the shaker in the 60s and then found herself quite quickly like met my dad got engaged six weeks later got married a couple months later and then had three kids in three years and like went from like like literally every picture we have of them looks like a movie still they're like gathered around the piano with like 40 like great looking 60s people like smoking cigarettes and drinking highballs and then like she got plucked out of that life and like plucked down into like suburban motherhood and i think it was challenging She did not know a lot of people who had the experience of having been working, and I think she found the like suburban PTA world kind of unwelcoming and not her speed, but then like, found it kind of isolating to not have that.
1: I think this used to be easier back in the day. I was just reading in a travel magazine that there's an Italian word called, I believe it's pronounced campanilismo, and it means- Mm.
0: You always love foreign words that encapsulate things.
1: Yeah. And it, but it's like one of those, like, this should be a word. It means the feeling when you see your bell tower and that there's an Italian sort of way of life where you kind of spend your whole life within view of the same bell tower. You're born, you grow up, you die there. And my parents and and my spouse's parents, both are high school sweethearts who have grown up and lived their entire lives in the same place where they still live. And in that town, I see women my age uh, who have great mom tribes, and it's because they are actually the same people you went to school with. And then you stay there and then you become parents and you raise your kids together. Like there is such history and you see each other at church every weekend. That's a mom tribe. I understand the upside of that, but frankly, that sounds like a hideous nightmare to me. Like,
0: I mean, that (laughs) that's my idea of, you know, a really bad place, but only for me. I think that's exactly what my mom struggled with. Like she was looking at someone else's bell tower for a lot of our young childhood and it was hard for her. Yeah. And I definitely understand that like being a tribe forever has a huge upside, but I like flew away from my hometown very quickly and the idea of like still being there and being with the same people feels very uh, unappealing to me.
1: I'm very envious of it when I go back and see it because there's an ease, there's a community. I mean, I have mom friends. I don't have a like sex in the city, like let's all have brunch together every two weeks. And I think sort of feeling bad that you don't have that is probably a waste of time because most of us don't have that. You have like a mom friend from here and a mom friend from here, but you don't have six friends that are all the same friends and do everything together. Or I guess maybe I did for a time. I had it right when my oldest was born. Right. We had a play group. And- That group, I'm friends with one of them now. I'm Christmas card exchanging friends with all of them. I'm, you know, let's make plans to see each other once in a while, friends with like one and a half of them still.
0: Well, you've said before, too, New York City makes this harder because people are transient. And so people come in and out all the time. And so that yoga group that you did baby yoga with, like a lot of people are still friends with those 10 people. And I had that in L.A. I had my mom tribe. I mean, I could name them for you. And then I left L.A. and had to start again in my new hometown. But I have
1: and I have a I have a super solid mom tribe. So the thing about the mom tribes that are, you know, forged in fire, which I, is, I do think is where they you know, where they can come from. I heard a long time ago. Here's some life advice for you that you have sort of a few chances to make lifelong friends. Your first year of mm-hmm. college, your first year. Uh, job, check. When your first, when your first baby's born, yeah, uh, and when yes. your first baby starts school, yes. And as I look back, like definitely, my mom tribe friends—the sort of ride or die people—are people that I met through my oldest, who's now a sophomore in high school. Not that I'm not friends with moms of my younger kids' friends, but it's not the same. You don't lean into it the same way after your first kid. I would argue.
0: Yeah. I mean, I moved, which is another big opportunity to do that because I had to do it. So I was in a new town and I had no mom friends and my kids were whatever, five, three and one, maybe. And uh, a little one year older than that. You do the math. But uh, I I definitely had to start a whole new mom tribe and I did at that time. And now I live in a small town where like it's very easy. We have no busing. So we are at pickup every day all together, And I... As you like to say, I'm soaking in it. Like when it comes to Mom Tribe, I've got I've got a double thumbs up on Mom Tribe.
1: And it's I think it's because you see, you tell me. It seems to me like okay, you, you see these same moms at pickup as you do at the t-ball game, as you do at the Boy Scout thing. That there tend to be you see the same people. Like my kids' activities yeah. outside of school. It's New York City. Right. It's completely anonymous. I had to just this past weekend. I had two kids with two sports tournaments, both out of town. And one of them was deeply important to the, my oldest kid, my middle kid had a soccer tournament and he wanted to go, but he didn't like care if, all he wanted to do was be there. He didn't care if I was there watching him. So I needed to get him a ride to this tournament, which was about an hour away. And I don't know these parents. I mean, I'm not even on first name basis with them. And I had to sort of like get the emails from the coach and send out a, you don't know me, but, and I got him a ride to a game with a stranger and it worked, all worked out, but that's, It is easier when you see the same people all the time. Right.
0: That's a lifestyle thing. That's New York City, I think, part of it. Like, everything we do. I mean, and believe me, there's pros and cons to both because I fundamentally live, like, small-town life. Like, everybody knows each other. People know each other's business. If something goes wrong, everybody is talking about it. Like, you walk into a dinner party, and if there's something going on in town— You walk in and you're like, I know what everyone here is talking about. Like there's there's pros and cons. But the flip side is if I need a ride to a soccer tournament, my list of people to give me that ride is like
1: 20 people deep.
0: Yeah. You're not starting over. I'm not starting over. It's really like
1: tribe. Let's talk about Hester's definition of a Mon tribe. Okay, Hester laying on me. I'm getting all of this, by the way. We have, a, we have a very active Facebook page and group. You can find both at facebook.com forward slash WhatFreshHellCast. And we asked you guys to tell us, how did you find your mom tribes? Who is your mom tribe? What does that mean to you? She laid it out. I think this is a good definition of a mom tribe. She says, it's like-minded moms, parents, let's say, with similar age kids who have each other's back. Perfect. Yep. Hester says it can be one or many, depending on your comfort level. I like this idea that a mom tribe can be a a small, a dyad, if you will. And she says, a mom tribe is more precious than ever when the traditional support system of close family is not available. And this is, I think this is what I was saying. Like my husband grew up with one grandmother on this side and the other grandmother on the other side. Like he lived between his grandmothers. I lived with one grandmother upstairs and the other grandmother, mm, you know, three quarters of a mile away. Right. Right. Which is, again, it's a double-edged sword, Mm -hmm. good and bad. Mm -hmm. There's huge positives
0: to that. And there are some negatives to that. And um, I do think a lot of people talked about, I feel like in my day, back in my day, there were, there was an idea of like chosen family, like people who, for whatever reason, left their homes where maybe like, they were artsy and nobody there was artsy or they were gay and nobody there was gay or whatever it was. Like people talked a lot in my college experience about like chosen family. And I think that there's something nice about the mom tribe that it is kind of chosen family, but it it's not even, it's just that you're maybe far away from your family right. and you need those people to do all those things that, you know, it's the thing of like, Hey, if I call you, if I get stuck late, there's six people who can pick up my kids, know my kids, know what their what their weird quirks are, know where they need to go. And they are fulfilling a really familial role because we, my husband and I, I have family here, but like they're not that kind of like mom lives upstairs and can do it for me if I need to.
1: For me, I didn't really think that I had a mom tribe and I spent time, you know, kind of feeling bad about that as I think a lot of a lot of women do, and I think we should we should talk about that a little bit. You know, the sort of the sort of loneliness, and how do you get out of that? Like, I'm lonely right. and a little depressed, and I need a mom try. But how can I go get one when I'm feeling bad for myself? But I I, I would have said to you that I didn't really have one, and I have um, my youngest. She was in the hospital. It's hmm, it's a year and a half ago now, I guess. Right. And there were certain moms. I want to cry thinking about it. There were certain moms. Who showed up? Who showed up at the hospital? Who brought food? Who who dealt with my kids? Who anticipated like this is what you're going to need, and here's what I'm going to do for you? And they just did it, and I didn't, I couldn't have said, you know, Sally, Jessica, and right, you know, Florence are going to walk through the door. Yeah, I couldn't have named those three women, but I was so grateful to those people who showed up. And frankly, they some of them showed up just because. You know, when you're in the soup with one of your kids, when something when something serious has happened, you don't have time to like put out an APB to people. You You're so busy doing it, it. It's a people who sort of happened to hear because your kid mentioned it at the soccer thing, like, well, my sister's in the hospital, right? And so the people who walked in, I was like, Well, like how do you even how do you how do you even know that I was here? Um, and I, I I will never forget it. So I think mom tribes can be forged through through fire and you find out when you have a really tough moment in your life who those people are for you and then you like you file that away like i am i'm going to be that person for them well and Um, it's also like that
0: is there's this article that i want to point everyone to it's from qz.com it's by jenny anderson and um It's about, it's called the only metric of success that really matters is one we ignore. And it's about forging communities and like the role of foraging communities. And um, it's about the death of her brother and how she came to understand like the suburban lifestyle and community in relation to like a community that came together in crisis. And this is the quote I wanna read from it. I used to think that community was as simple as having friends who brought a lasagna when things fell apart and champagne when things went well who picked up kids from school when you couldn't. But I think community is also an insurance policy against life's cruelty, a kind of immunity against loss and disappointment and rage. My community will be there for my family if I cannot be. And if I die, my kids will be surrounded by people who know and love them quirks and warts and oddities and all. And I think like that is the thing of like in crisis, that mom tribe, like you may not even know you're in it. And like when a crisis occurs, like, you want to be building those roots and those relationships because it is like an inoculation against like something is going to happen where you need those people to literally step in and carry you.
1: Yeah. I've seen that happen for women that I know, you know, women that I'm friends with, but not mom tribe friends with. I've, I've been witness to, you know, deaths and betrayals and things like that, where I've seen these women encircled by friends and I, I admire it. I, I, uh, honor it. And it also sometimes wigs me out a little like, oh, do, am, am I putting in the time? Am do I have it? Do I have it? So I think we should take a break when we come back, talk about some of the things that get in the way of having a mom child. Yeah. Let's talk about people who like their problems they're having and how we can maybe get past them. Sounds good. Margaret, I've got a go-to baby shower gift that I give whenever there's another newborn in my life. Can you guess what it is? Amy, three guesses. First two don't count. It's Pampers Swaddlers. Different fuel sources. If you want to take the next
0: step in improving your health, go to lumen.me and use Fresh to get
1: $100 off your lumen. That is L U M E N dot M E, lumen.me, and use the code Fresh at checkout for $100 off. Thank you, Lumen, for sponsoring this episode. Okay, we're back, Amy.
0: What are the barricades to forming the mom tribe? that is going to lift you up in times of need.
1: All right. I want to go through some of these these um, reasons that um, people on our Facebook page said about, these are the people who are saying, I, I'm, I don't really have a mom tribe, or I think I don't, or I worry I don't, and here's why. Brandy says she's in survival mode. She says, for the last five years, home with two little kids, I don't have time to date other moms, and so feeling like I don't have... a Ride or die crew is just one more right. thing that makes me feel inadequate. I mean, I think it's a waste of time to feel let's not feel bad about it if it's not working so well. But we can, we do. Her sister lives two states away. They literally have to set up phone calls. My sisters, yeah, my sisters don't live that close to me and uh we don't Right. You have to reserve time. Yeah, they're not they're not my tribe in this like they know what happened on my every Tuesday way. So I think that that's it's interesting, Brandy. And I remember being in that, being like, it's it's lonely, you're home, you don't have time to take a shower, let alone make friends.
0: Well, it's interesting. I I find I have a very, um, I, I think I have a tribal personality or whatever. Like I, I tend to be a very social animal. Like wherever I go, I'm like, who can we meet? All right. Like, I'm, I'm, I'll walk up to strangers and be like, hey, let's be friends. You seem cool. You know, like I... But my husband works at home. He literally like works in our basement. He doesn't really have a lot of extracurricular activities. He only goes where I take him. Basically, like he he is a troll in the basement. And then sometimes I'm like, come on, troll! Like we have to go out in the sunshine and talk to humans. And he was just saying to me, he's like, I need some friends. Like I I I've gotten into this mode where I'm just like, hold up, and I don't I don't have enough connections, and it is. It's a little hard to for me to relate to because I just feel like I'm like connection orama, but I see the complication of like, wait, it's not maybe for everybody quite as easy as like just walk up to strangers, start shaking their hands, and being friends with them.
1: Well, you're an you're I mean, sounds like you're an extrovert, and an extrovert is somebody who like yes, I'm a huge extrovert. You you get energy by interaction, right? Like Correct. that charges you, that fills you up. Interaction. Absolutely. And if you're an introvert, interactions are, are draining. Right they're hard and, and you need to recharge alone. So you, you recharge by walking up to new people and finding out about them yes. and he recharges by hanging out in the basement. And so exactly right. And yet he, and yet he still needs, he still needs a tribe. So, so that I think, and I'm, and I'm more like your husband. Like I, I like my time alone. I, you know, I might be at a, I, I just, I am picturing this moment I had a couple of weeks ago. I was at the soccer game where I was just saying, I know nobody. Right. Right. There was a mom of a kid on the other team. That I kind of know. And she she sat down behind me in the um, the bleachers. And there was no reason for me, like, not to say hi to her. And I just was like, I'm just going to sit here and see if she notices me. And she didn't. And that's something. Oh, that's, Amy. That is an opportunity, an opening that you would 100% of the time take, right? A hundred percent of the time. I kind of know her. I'm a little shy. And whatever. Let's see what happens. No, I mean,
0: I, I go to the soccer game. I don't know anybody. And by the end, I'm, like, leading the cheer kick line. And, like, I, I just have that gene, which is, like, I have to make friends, I mean, in an obnoxious way, like I have to, like, make friends with everyone and like the, the party. easiest
1: advice I have for the for those of you who are having a hard time finding mom tribes, because I do I do tend more towards that is, you know, find a Margaret and and attach yourself to her. And I'm not kidding, like, well, find the connector, find the extrovert and hang out with them.
0: That's for sure. True. I mean, I think that that is. Really true. And I. I tend to be the person who's like, the kids are interested in music, let's start a band. We'll have it in my house, come over on Saturdays. And like, and there's a lot of those people in our town. You know, there's a lot of people. And and one thing I will say about this, and it's kind of a refrain of mine, which is watch your story in relation to mom friends almost more than anywhere else in your life, which is your story easily becomes, those are the popular cool moms who everyone likes and they don't like me and they are excluding me. And I live in a town that is very suburban and there's a lot of echoes of like high school. And for the record, although I am this person now, I was very unpopular. I was a stone cold loser in high school. Like I had no friends and I was still kind of this person inside, but like no one wanted to be friends with me. But I have found like when I first moved to the town, I was like, oh, these people are unfriendly and they don't like me and they think they're better than me. And I've told myself that story for a year and I had a lot of trouble like breaking in. And I was just at our pool yesterday and there was a couple of moms sitting by themselves and I was like, hey, don't your kids go to the school and trying to like talk to them. But I so remember being that mom alone at the pool and being like, all these moms seem like popular people who are wanting to exclude me and they're just talking among themselves because they know each other.
1: Yeah, it's not about you. Although I've, I mean, I've been rejected by groups of moms that I've tried to. For
0: sure. And there are. I don't mean to say like it's a Halcyon world where like every single person is just waiting to for you to introduce yourself to welcome you into the wonderful world of mom tribes. Like there's definitely people who are like, "I'm full up on friends. Thanks, weirdo." But and I've had that experience myself. But I think that it can become easy to project on other people the thing of like They're the mean, popular
1: moms who don't want to be friends with me, and like there is a place for you. Or like you could perceive me like, oh, she was sitting at the soccer game in front of me, and she didn't even say hi, and here I am being like dorky, shy person, and 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 you can you could definitely perceive. Well, I
0: guarantee you, right? And I think that's also really true. Like you, to me, are somebody who's like, you know, you're attractive, and you've got yourself together, and you're sitting at the sidelines, probably looking really nice, and like. No one is looking at you and being like, Amy must be shy. Everyone is thinking like, Amy thinks she's better than us. That's what everyone is thinking. You know what I mean? And so that dynamic, I think, is just something that and I will say that is something that like my husband will go to a party and chat with like four people and be like, what a nice guy, another nice guy, what a nice guy. Like he does not come home and be like, you know, he thinks he's better than me and he thinks it and he just goes and he's like a like a happy puppy, like just talking to people.
1: You know, I want to do a corollary to a rule of yours. Oh, I love rules of mine. They're my favorite kind of rules. And that rule is, you know, it was was in our episode about yelling, I think. But it's like, if you mean it, you have to get off the couch. Like, you can't just... I said, go to bed. The the, the rule is if saying no, no means, means standing. standing up. If you want your kids to stop their behavior, you can't just scream at them from the couch. So I mean, I think the corollary to the like, I, I am way too busy. I'm in survival mode. I can't do this. I mean, like making mom friends means leaving the house and yeah. leaving your comfort zone and turning around and saying hi to that person you met once. And not to bring bring up a controversial topic, Amy, but this is the
0: classic example of the triangle. And you will not accept my triangle as a correct metaphor. You want it to be a plate or something? I don't know. I call it a triangle. At the top of the triangle is your priorities and what works for you. And like, if mom friends is near the top of the triangle, you have to work to make it work. I mean, I also will say as a connector person and as a person who has a big mom tribe and like is probably pretty successful in this area of my life, I do find that people sometimes say to me like, you're so lucky, you have great friends. And I'm like, so yeah, I mean, it's lucky to have great friends, but there is a part where like you have to make a, an effort to do it. Like they didn't just come find me because of my sparkling personality.
1: And if you're in survival mode, like if you're two kids of a fever or like this isn't the week to feel bad about not having a mom drive, you work on it if and when you can. But I think you take the small openings when they when they present. Themselves. Well, another
0: thing we say all the time that applies here, though, is like, don't do it because it's a good idea. Do it because it actually makes your life easier. Yeah. Like survival mode is a lot easier if you've got a friend who you can call and be like, hey, if you're out tonight, can you drop by my house with children's Tylenol?
1: That that helps a lot. I have a really good friend, somebody who is definitely, you know, somebody I could call on in a crisis. And I met her. Uh, so our 11 year olds were five and I was at a playground at like a hotel and I was pushing my daughter in a swing and she was pushing, you know, her daughter in a swing and she was sort of like, hello, how are you? This is weird. We're both sitting here. I guess we should be talking. Like, she, you know, she made some sort of funny, awkward uh, thing like that. I'm like, okay, hi. Uh, she lives in New York City, turns out. Like, our kids are friends now. Like, she just was like, this is awkward. We're weird. We're both sitting here. We might as well be talking. Nice. And, and she did that. And then she you know, like said something later on, like, I've made a mom friend, never did that before. Like she was like, like, I'm such a dork. And I was so grateful for the, uh, the overture on her part. And now we're really good friends. I definitely would have kept looking at my phone if it weren't for her. Yeah, you
0: definitely would
1: have. And she would have been like, oh, that lady's mean. Can I give can I give another sort of thing that gets in the way? Sure. Laura says she feels like Brandy. She feels very lonely at this stage in her life. And she says social media can make it worse because it makes it look like everybody's... Right,
0: everyone's drinking mimosas in their like cute outfits. Laughing with
1: salad, right? The mom friends are... <laughs> laughing with salad is the perfect way to say it. And looking at their kids. And she says that the, the her, her oldest friendships grow apart as you're raising families, which is true, which is what I was saying before. I had a group of moms that carried... And it's okay, right? They carried me through my first years as a mom. We got together a couple times a week. We were there when our second and third babies were born. We helped one of our members through a total crisis of her marriage falling apart very unexpectedly. And now, you know, I barely know these people anymore. And I think it's okay because what we had in common- was brief and intense. And then, you know, yeah, like our kids once in a while, I'll bump into one of these families and I'll be like, oh my gosh, Connor. You were besties back in the day. Do you remember Sage? You used to like, you learned to crawl with Sage. And they're just like, oh, please don't make me make eye contact with this teenager. Don't make me
0: talk to Sage, who I used to crawl with. No.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They don't care. And that's okay. But it's, but yeah, it's weird. I spent all my time investing in these friendships. And I don't regret having done so, but they I don't have them in the same way at all a decade later.
0: Well, yeah, I think that's part of life. Like part of life is that you are going to even really, really close friends of mine. Like we don't see each other like we used to. We keep in touch, blah, 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 blah. But If you don't have kids the same age, it's hard because you're doing the things with your kids the same age. And so that's difficult. I will say overall, and I think that this is really true and a bright light, hopefully for some people. When my kids were three, two and zero, I did not have the same kind of tribe that I have now. Like I know some people who did, but I had a I went to baby yoga with my first and I met like four women and those were my friends. And really, there was just one woman. Hi, Alex who I hung out with all the time. And like, that was my tribe. I had one. As your kids get school age, I do think this gets a lot easier because there's a lot of like school-related stuff that you fall into that makes these attachments much more natural. Don't you think easier that's Easier or
1: harder. Like, so, so after this year, my kids my kids have been at one grade school. This, this school goes from nursery through eighth grade and all three of my kids will have gone through this process. So we have been at this school now for 13 or 14 years, and we've got another three to go. And I just was saying to my husband yesterday, like, wow, after this year, after all this time, we've, you know, we've been where this school has been our community, our village, we have one kid left, and she's going to be in sixth grade, and we're really aging out. And when I walk into that school now, I don't, I, you know, there's very few familiar faces. And I was saying to him, like, I think I really need to invest in my, in her friend's parents. Like let's have a dinner party. Let's try to get to know those parents. And mm-hmm. let's try to invest in the high school where we're not going to have two kids where I know people, but like time to find a new village because this village, as much as I will miss it, is is moving this on is without me. me. This used to be my this playground. This used to be my playground. And I don't, you know, I don't have anything in common with somebody whose oldest kid is three. Yeah. Not really. And I've said this before, and this is a go-to mom rule.
0: You need to target for friendships a mom whose oldest kid is the same age as one of your kids. You can't you can't go with the mom <laughs> if a mom has like a fourteen year old, a twelve year old, a ten year old, and a six year old, and you have just a six year old. That friendship is yeah. not going to work out. Like there, and it's true. I have a 10 year old, a nine year old and a seven year old. And even my seven year old, like I love some of the parents. They seem really nice, but like we're not really going to be besties. Like I'm not really talking about what's going on in first grade. I've done it three times already. Like I'm not going to the first grade mom's night out and talking about like how to successfully get your kid to read like that. I've moved past that phase of my life. Right. That's what I was saying before. And so that's not going to be my tribe. You got to invest in like those older kids. Um, Right. The the friends of your oldest kid. Right.
1: Like that's when those things happen for you. And
0: realistically, some of those people already have a dozen friends. Like
1: they don't need any more friends for their, you know. Rebecca says that she's in a little bit of an issue because she has a toddler and a lot of her friends have kids who are going off to college. Sounds like she has a real caboose. And that, of course is, is its own issue. I'm thinking about Nancy Wilson here who had a 19 year old and a baby that she was, she couldn't exactly go to the new mom's group at the Y. Right. She's trying to get a kid into college. She's not necessarily
0: wanting to have a six hour conversation about diaper rash anymore.
1: Yeah. She's done with that. All right. So we've talked about the problems. I think we need, Oh, we've got problems. We need to talk about where you are going to find your mom tribes offline and online. We're going to talk about whether online mm. mom tribes count. Teaser alert. Teaser yeah. alert, guys. We'll
0: be right back. Amy, you know me well enough to know that my daily
1: power breakfast is toast with peanut butter on top. Toast with peanut butter. It's also, by the way, one of my favorite power breakfasts. So we agree on that thing. We were recently together and we
0: shared some toast with peanut butter. And I'm going to tell you, we used hero bread. It
1: Okay, so I think it's a good idea for us now to talk about how you find a mom tribe. Like, let's talk about what, what is working, right? Yeah. We got we to turn to solutions. There are some solutions. We can move through these pretty quickly, but I just want to give you some of the ideas of things that have worked for people. Jennifer says she joined a chapter of the Moms Club in her town. I did this,
0: and let me tell you, this is the lesson of my life, and I offer it to you today. When I was 36 years old, I went on a jog with my sister-in-law and I was like, I can't believe I didn't get married. I'm so bummed. I always thought I would have kids and it didn't work out. I'm 36. I'm single. I'm living in LA. All the guys are weird. I hate it. And we were running and I started crying. I had to stop running. I was just like, I can't believe it. I'm like, fail. Me. Didn't happen. And she kind of like took me by the shoulders and she was like, it could still happen, but you need to make it the work of your life right now. And I'm, this was Christmas time. I went back to LA in January. I signed up so against my will for online dating, Catholic Singles Club, Mixer-O-Rama night out at the bowling alley. And I started going out four nights a week and trying to meet someone. And by the end of the month, I met my husband Mm -hmm. and we got married. We got engaged five months later. And I kind of have had times where I've had to do this with mom friends. Like I think it is okay to say, I don't have a lot of mom friends right now. I'm in salvation mode. I'm in desperate straits. And I'm just going to keep like in my little rut, like moving forward until next lamppost, I call it. Like when you're running, you're like, I can't make it another mile, but I can make it to the next lamppost. If you're in next lamppost mode, it might not be time to make mom friends. But if you're like my husband, who's like, huh, looking around, I realize this thing is not the way I want it to be in my life. I'm like, what are we going to do about it? Join the tennis team. You're a good tennis player. Go play tennis. Like you can... When things are not what you want them to be, be very proactive in changing them. And I highly suggest that. And like, this is what I did when I found myself without a lot of mom friends. I went online and it was like mom's meetup. And I started going to them. And let me tell you, a lot of them were hot messes full of moms who I was like, oh, no, you are not my people. But eventually I met some people doing it. Right. Or you'll meet one person. You'll meet
1: one person. Get your get your stake in the wall that you can pull yourself up on. I think I think it's important to say if you are in lamppost, next lamppost mode, <laughs> yes. that you don't have to uh, wait until you have like your hair done and your makeup on to to go to the local moms group. That you, you can. The thing about these groups is you can kind of show up where you're at. Come as you are. Exactly right come as you are with the baby that's crying i mean like where where else is going to be more accepting of the like i have mastitis and i really don't right. feel very well right now that is that is where you find this i went to so many groups when my oldest was an infant because he 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 was miserable i had to get out of the house and so i went to like an infant massage group i went to lactation support groups i went to mommy and me yoga i mean i i and that's easy in the city there's probably more options and i took advantage of many of them and i didn't go to every single one more than once but i but i kept trying until i found the thing that worked for me and
0: i will say annalyn monica kara who i know in real life all of them talked about online groups and there was a lot of like well i know it's not the same but online i'm totally fine with online mom groups and i i think they can be a great source of support kara says She joined a homeschool curriculum discussion board that migrated to Facebook. And she says, we have loved each other through a lot. And like, that's the thing. It's 300 people who don't know each other in real life and they are there to support and help each other. And again, you got to kiss some frogs here. You're going to find a lot of mom groups where like everything you put up, they're like, that's not how you strap a baby into a baby seat. There are some bad ones, but there are some good ones.
1: I think the way in is exactly what what she says, which is to find your specific group. And this is where online's better than in real life, right? Yes. Her, it was a homeschool curriculum discussion board. So everybody on that board was homeschooling. So you have a you have a certain commonality already. And she says over time as the group got bigger, it got to about three hundred people, she says, and now there's subgroups like we live internationally in homeschool. I'm a special needs mom who homeschools. And right. those subgroups, those really become your tribe. You start to really find people. I'm gonna argue that's only possible
0: on the internet. Absolutely. And I know Kara in real life and like I know that she lived overseas. For a long time with a in a very small community, you know, of a, expats living in the Middle East. And like that might not be the easiest situation where there's only four moms in your hundred square mile region who speak your language like they, they there might not be enough people to make a tribe. And so you may need to look online. And I think there's a ton of support. This is something that is better. You can utilize. And you know, where's a great place to start, Amy? The What Fresh Help podcast. Group. That's right. Come to Facebook and join our group. Because I will say, our Facebook group is full of like moms who get this podcast. And so naturally, they're self-selecting as people who are like not judgy, super funny, and cool.
1: Yeah. Come find your tribe, people. Brandy says she's getting through her survival mode by listening to this podcast. She says, it's you guys and the ladies at the Mom Hour. We love the Mom Hour. Um, That podcasts get you through. And gosh, I, I wish there were podcasts around when I was nursing my oldest because it was lonely and and the, and this counts and we love that the Facebook page and now the group is creating its own it's a community right yeah. that you can you can start a conversation and be part of a conversation I, I love to see that happening
0: and then I think take some responsibility and I think about this as myself as a connector person like I just saw this somewhere online I couldn't refine really it but it was like a horseshoe make a horseshoe instead of a circle like i definitely think i can see where i am a person who now because of like my extroverted nature and my kind of whatever big social group that i'll go places and i, I try to keep an open lane in my mind uh-huh. of like are we projecting to the mom world at large we are a closed group who doesn't want new friends and like You may feel that way, actually. Like you may, it's kind of a lot of work to make a mom tribe. And sometimes you may be like, and settled. Like we, I don't really want to get to know a new person and find out what's annoying about them. Like I might be done, but I would try to encourage you to like keep yourself open to like, there are people who need support and those people may not be the people who are walking up to the circle and being like, Hey guys, can I get in here? What's up with you guys? You seem cool. Which like I would do something like that, but there's a lot of people who wouldn't and like figure out if you are a connector person, like are you looking out for the moms who might need a little extra help connecting?
1: I remember with my baby play group that somebody was like, I want to bring a friend of mine. And one, one person was sort of like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think like, this is good. I don't think it needs to be bigger. And we let that person in anyway, but you know the well was a little bit poisoned. That this person was like on record saying she didn't want to do it, and like, like I said, ten years later we're all just like sending Christmas cards to each other. It didn't matter, and I wish right. I had been. I wish I had gone to the mat. Carol Ann actually said that. She said, "I'm I'm learning to be less protective of our play group membership. That every addition mm. is so potentially wonderful." And even if it isn't, like, just, yeah, be more welcoming. Yeah. And
0: I I tend to be a little Pollyannish, and I had a back and forth uh, with someone on the Facebook group about, they were like, well... I have two mom tribes. I have like a close one and farther away, and the farther away, like they're kind of snobbish. And, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, be careful with the story you're telling yourself. They might not be snobbish. You might just be projecting that. And she's like, no, I went once and they were making fun of a gift I got because it didn't cost enough money. And I'm like, oh, oh, no, that's terrible. Like, no, <laughs> time for a new tribe B- bail on those people. That's horrible. But so I tend to be a little bit Pollyannish and I tend to be a little bit like everyone really has your best interests at heart. Like, that's not true. Like if you run into mom groups, where you're like, these people are mean or, you know, they're not my
1: people, you back away slowly. I have one. Um, I want to go back to the online thing because there's also the possibility for the online, you know, meet meet online and become friends in real life thing, which I think probably seems a lot less weird to people in 2019. But I was trying to get pregnant with my oldest in 2001, 2002. And I was on these message boards for infertility. And that got me through an incredibly hard time in my life because nobody, not even my husband, wanted to talk about it as much as I did. Right. right and I was right. on this board with these women who were all like, I'm eight days past the, you know, the last shot and I'm doing this. And like we were in it together and, you know, the positive test, the negative test, the going for another round. And there was a, woman whose username was like Heather NYC. And we were, you know, and I just really liked her. I thought she was so thoughtful and nice in the things she would say to people. And like, clearly she was in New York City. But like asking her out basically was so, <laughs> so intimidating for you. Difficult, right? Is she gonna like, be freaked out? And we met, we, you know, we're close now. She, she's moved away, but we're still close And that. Like, I've always got your back kind of way. And our oldest kids are going to the prom now, but I met her and that was a big step for me. But yeah, I mean, she, she, like, I love this person and she lived a mile away from me and I would never have met her if it wasn't for the internet.
0: I think another touchstone here, another refrain that we talk about that applies, hold it less tightly. Like you don't have to go into every mom group being like, and I mean, I found this, believe me, when I was like 36 year old desperate dating, like I was like, I had to remember this rule so carefully for myself. Like every night I go out and meet someone, like it's fine. It doesn't have to be the love of my life. It doesn't have to work. In fact, I met my husband and I was like, oh, horrible, don't like him at all. And I left the date being like bad, but it worked out by the way. Not going into every mom group and being like, Okay, this is my chance to make friends. I'm gonna leave the house for two hours and I'm gonna make a friend and then you come home and it didn't work out. And you're like, okay, I'm never trying that again. Like it's okay. And also there's seasons to it. Like I've had very close friends who now I'm Christmas card friends with. I keep meeting new people who I'm like, hey, wait, we might be really Close new friends now. Like, it's fine. People come and go. You don't every day doesn't have to be like, do I have the perfect tribe? It's an evolving situation. And just like if it's a priority for you, set it as a priority and go through life. Someone just posted this on Facebook. One of these like meme things that were like, if you're looking for a yellow car, you'll see yellow cars everywhere. If you look for happiness, Mm -hmm. you'll see happiness everywhere. If you look for reasons to be angry, you'll see reasons to be angry everywhere. It might just be enough to like kind of set the intention of like, I'm looking for mom friends right now.
1: And then also for somebody who might be more introverted like me to accept the invitations that are offered to you. I was walking home from uh, school drop off years ago now at least ten years ago with the woman who's you know one of my very close friends, and I remember being sad that somebody was moving away. I mean it's New York City. Every year somebody's moving away, and like I always say, it could be Connecticut or Shanghai. It's the same difference <laughs> in terms of how often you'll see them. So I was really sad somebody was moving away and like, but that's a thing in New York City. People move away. And she said, we're sticking around. You can invest in me. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, it was so sweet. And I have. And 10 years later, we're friends. In the moment, I was sort of like, wow, like what a like, I wouldn't say that. You know what I mean? I wouldn't take that risk, but I'm going to take that as a gift and- You know, we're good friends. And that's a nice story. I need to be open in that. And and I do. I do invest in the people who I think are going to stick around and and be in my life.
0: And also, this is another great place to remember a fake book. Like friends laughing with salad is whatever. And not everyone's sitting around with their friends all day laughing over salad. Like people hate (laughs) each other's dumb faces and they, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like not everybody in the world is like besties with everyone else. I mean, it's such a find a couple good friends and make your friendship work for what it is because no one is like actually like dressed in designer outfits and sipping mimosas on Sunday while you sit at home with a vomiting baby. Like it doesn't, it's so easy to get into that thing of like everyone's living in sex in the city and I'm living in like naked and afraid like no, right. It's not that way. Alexandra
1: actually says, she says, may I add this took until kid number two, my first crew from my oldest just didn't gel. Mm. My little one, something about these women did. So we were just kind of the opposite of what we were saying.
0: Well, that's holding it less tightly, though, I think. Like, yeah, just being like, okay, that's dating. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, okay, it's not this, but I am out of the house like that's I'm wearing pants and I have my hair brushed and like it's not this date, but I'm going to keep trying. And that's that's some of mom friends, too.
1: And one other takeaway I want to have is like it's not exactly online, but it is on the phone, which is group text conversations. Monica says she has a few other moms and she has an ongoing group text. And we actually have a group of friends. That we see once a year at the Mom 2.0 Summit. We see them, but they have a group te- like they're they're texting with each other every day all year round, and that is as real a tribe to them as it is to anybody. And and it's a it's a good idea. Oh, for sure. And don't I, I wouldn't layer on anything of
0: like this isn't real friendship. This isn't real yeah community. Like it is community. And community is super, super, super important. And it is about, I'm gonna go back to my article that I'm obsessed with, but I'm gonna read one more quote from it because I think it's a good place
1: to end. Are you ready, Amy? I'm ready, I am ready.
0: She talks about like finding this thing of like, she was living in the city, busy life, like too busy to have friends, blah, blah, Mm blah. And -hmm. after her brother's death, learning this thing of like, oh, wait a minute. Like there is a value to like this lifestyle where you just slowly cultivate friendships at boring suburban events. And she says, what I would come to learn slowly is that community is about a series of small choices and everyday actions, how to spend a Saturday, what to do when a neighbor falls ill, how to make time when there is none, knowing others and being known, investing in somewhere instead of trying to be everywhere. Communities are built like Legos, one brick at a time. And I think that's what we're saying is like, just putting in the front of your mind, like, mom tribe is something that's valuable to me. And it might not be valuable to some people. Some people might be like, I got my bestie and we hang and we do it together. And that works for me. Mm -hmm. Some people may be saying like, wait, I need a tribe a little bit bigger. And that's just a series of Saturdays, talking to people at soccer games, hanging out at birthday parties. It's, It's an ongoing work process that you build.
1: I'm going to work even harder on this. I really am. It's so funny. It's so hard for me
0: because like like you said, like when you talk about like someone sitting next to you and not talking to them, I'm like, you might as well be like, I flew to the soccer game with my wings. Like <laughs> I do not. I can't relate.
1: Yeah. I'm like, well, if they say hi to me, then I'll say hi. But I'm like, <laughs> like you don't you don't have <laughs> well, that. It's funny, too,
0: because you. I feel like you don't. I always have to remind myself that you're introverted because I don't feel like you don't present as an introverted person because you're a performer. yeah. And so I always have to like rehack my brain to be like, that's right, Amy is kind of shy. That yeah. seems surprising to yeah, me. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that person who doesn't seem that receptive to you might be really hoping you go first.
0: They might just be an Amy. <laughs> they
1: might just be an Amy. Be friends with me, guys.
0: Oh, guys, be friends with Amy.
1: She's so nice. I like this discussion. I got a lot out of it. I got things I'm going to put into practice. And I want to thank everybody who went to our Facebook page, Facebook Dot com forward slash what fresh hell cast and talked about this as usual you guys had all the all the
0: solutions you guys bring it come join our Facebook group for sure guys just come to our Facebook page and find it it's not that hard to find you can also just type in what fresh hell podcast Facebook group and it'll lead you there come join and join the discussion because there are some really awesome bomb.com moms and dads there who are talking about all the things that are important to talk about it's a, it's tribe. a tribe it's a make it's a it's a it's an insta tribe like an instapot it's an Insta Tribe,
1: or there's an Instagram Insta Tribe, also at What Fresh Hellcast, and we're on Twitter at W F H Podcast. And as always, you can find us, and I will put a link to this wonderful article by Jenny Anderson that we quoted today. I know, I'm obsessed, guys. It's a great article. It's up on our website at WhatFreshHellPodcast.com. And did you know? Because
0: Amy points this out to me, and I never really knew what she was talking about. If you're on a smartphone, you can just swipe up,
1: mm-hmm. and the show notes are there.
0: Swipe, tap, yeah. You don't even have to go to a secondary location. Just swipe up, and all the information is there. It's so cool. Amy's so smart. <laughs> even though she's shy, she's smart. <laughs> all right, guys, that's Mom Tribes. Go find your Mom Tribe. Put it at the top of your triangle for a little while. Talk to you next week. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Margaret, it's an exciting news day.